What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. How you guys doing? I'm Chris Stefano. This is Chris Stefano presents Chrissy Chaos. The food is here on the intro. What can you do? We're not going to stop. We're supposed to have TT Jerry, who's Vinny's transgender uncle, just got out of prison, but he's having an allergic reaction. So we got the next best thing. Tank Sinatra. Yeah. Yes. Let me get the food. Fuck. <laughs> Hey, I'm uh, I'm Tank Sinatra. I'm Chris's financial advisor, but only for cryptos, not for real money. I don't uh, I don't do real money. What an intro, huh? Really? I mean, this chaos is is not. Jesus. Vinny, Vinny, the food's here, and can you please get Tank a razor? Vinny is here. Homeless pimp is here. Um, and Tank Sinatra's here. How you doing? I posted, just posted a picture of you. Yeah. Um, and said that we're doing an episode on my Instagram and somebody wrote, are those bowling shoes? So what do you have to say? <laughs> these are Yeezys, man. There's, these are supposed to be cool. They're coming off as bowling shoes. Yeah. That's not good. I was, the reason why I have this kettlebell here, by the way, is because I thought if, if I was going to press a button yep. and make a kettlebell a person, it'd be you. Yeah. You're a human right, kettlebell. I'm a kettlebell. All right, cool. I've never okay, really looked at you from the side. You yeah. have, you're one of those guys like Michael Jordan. You, ha you have a very good bald look. Yeah, thank God. Truly. <sighs> truly, yeah. Yeah, truly, yeah. Zillow, whatever. Oh, well, um, oh yeah, because I always get, I always, I always do that. I'll always, I'll always go into a store and be like, can I have a truly, yeah? And they're like, oh, you mean Trulies? And then I'll always go look for houses on truly.com. That's Pimp's phone. This is the chaos. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my head is good. Thank God. I've heard that before. I don't know what it means. I can't wear hats, so right. it's too big. My head is gigantic. I have a big Irish. head. I have a big head, too. Irish I, and German, just massive. Well, your, your real name is George Roche. Resch. You're George Rash. Yeah. But you are Tank Sinatra on Tank's Good News. Chris um, Yeah, my name yeah. is Chris Dostalopoulos. <laughs> so we're we're here on Chrissy Chaos. It's a new it's it's a it's a brand new podcast. You're actually the first guest. I'm thrilled. I really am. I'm so happy for you. I had promised the fans that you were that I was gonna have, you know, um TT Jerry on. Yeah, her, who's yeah. Vinny's and by the way, Vinny, if you don't know, Vinny is because in the history hyenas we used to call we used to call my girlfriend the situation, but now we've picked another uh, Jersey Shore character, Vinny Guadagnino. And here she is with the razor. So if you could just bring that in. No, no, I got just it. Go, can, you want to say it into the mic? No yeah, towel. Talk it to the mic, yeah. Vinny. Oh, shit. We're doing the podcast. What are you doing? Well, this is the show. Is we're, This is live. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can you stand back? Okay, but what what can you do? I don't think this is a relevant piece. Can you talk, guys talk to him? Have, have we done this before? A relevant. Do you have I anything had like to say? Two extra hairs. What are you doing, Tank? I had two or three. I had like a Homer Simpson piece right here that was just. Now, I got a couple of questions for you to, when we start off the show. Number one, mm -hmm. what body part did you work, work out today, or what body parts did you work out today? Two, when's the last time you inject the steroids and where do you inject them? <laughs> Three, what book are you currently reading? Um, <laughs> I did cardio today. Okay. The last time I injected steroids was Monday. Okay. Into my ass. What, and what type? Testosterone. Nice. Yep. Um, a thousand milligrams. No, I'm Th just kidding. It was, thousand, no, much? that's a lot. I don't know if that. I don't know if you have a juice head. Vinny, crowd. can you open the food in the back, please? <laughs> we're I mean, literally, we're on the podcast right now. 
And I'm trying to get Tank's book recommendations. I, I have the history of steroids up. Wrestling there we go. With the paper Tes- bag. Testosterone yeah. was first synthesized in Germany. Well, what do you know? Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> in, in 19- About five years before the Holocaust. Go yeah. figure. In 1935, these yeah. fucking Nazis were juiced out of their face. <laughs> and then professional athletes began misusing anabolic steroids during the 1954 Olympics when Russian weightlifters were given testosterone. I, what does misusing mean? You, you can only use anabolic steroids. You can't misuse. Them. See, that brings up a very good point, Mr. Sinatra, is I think that we should allow our athletes to use steroids. We should force them to. With with everything that's happening in sports, especially baseball, how boring oh, baseball so is becoming, boring. why not have a league where everybody uses steroids? See, there was a, a movie that I watched called Bigger, Stronger, Faster. Have you ever seen that documentary? Um, is that the one about the vegans? No, that's the Game Changers. All oh, right. Bigger, Stronger, Faster is Which about- Which we interviewed, yeah. Bro, yeah. I watched it, and I felt like my eyes were open for the first time. Like Hulk Hogan, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these people that I grew up admiring for right. their physique, right. I found out when I was about 32 were on steroids. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? Why did I not know about this? How did, I trained naturally for almost 20 years. Right. And I used to really look down on people that use steroids. I wish I had done them younger. Me now. too, dude. I've, I'm 36 years old. <laughs> I'm 36 years old, and I'm starting my first round of steroids over the next week or two. We were supposed to do it today. We were supposed to do it today, but you forgot the steroids. You're supposed to bring me a book and steroids. And instead, you just showed up with a marine layer sweatshirt that you took off in bowling shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, dude? I know. I'm sorry. And two pieces of hair on my head left let's over. Just, let's just, if we can, let's take a moment of silence here for the sudden passing of Rush Limbaugh. George Rush Limbaugh. Vinny, we'd like a moment of silence for Rush Limbaugh, please. All right, that was enough. That's enough. Thank yeah. you, Walt. I mean, we, I thought we were going to hear the bags crinkling and stuff. You should have <laughs> crinkled the bags for the bit. <laughs> Go, I have my family locked up in the back because the kids, because the kids are off from school. It's uh, it's winter break, so the kids are off from school. So they, my family's locked in the bedroom. Uh, that juice is mine, by the way. That. No, I didn't. I didn't get a smoothie. I forgot. I'm sorry. I just got it. But uh, does he want it? He could have it. He could have it. My stepson, my stepson uh, was supposed <laughs> to get a smoothie. My stepson's father used to own 10 Bitcoins, and then he sold them all. So whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> when they were seven cents. Now, now, Tank, now, you know, we've this is episode, see, here's the thing. Here's what I, f- I tell you. Episode three came out last week, the yeah. Bitcoin queen. Yeah. This is technically going to be episode four, and you have an obsession with number it's five. Fine. It's fine. Ma- I can make it work. But I feel like it all exploded, your obsession with number five, because you told me three days ago, you were like, oh, and I'm a guest on your show. Will I be episode five? And I said, yes, because I thought we were going to get T.T. Jerry, but he's having a reaction to his medication. So he's going to he's going to be episode five, and you're going to be episode four. Yeah. But then you told me that you have five Bitcoins and, and five and all. And then you told me an hour ago you bought a six Bitcoin. I know. I know. I got... You know, excited. Right. I know some things about Bitcoin. You do Bitcoin. know some things. Not enough to, like, really educate somebody, but I know enough to feel comfortable buying Vinny, it. Vinny, just want, real quick, just come on the mic real, just real quick because I want to tell you something. No, no, I just want to tell you something because this is the first time you ever met, ever met Tank Sinatra. Yes. He was the guy who was who was helping us with when we were initially looking for homes on Long Island, okay. right? Yeah, he's we also, were supposed to meet. Is that he why we couldn't find off. one? Well, it, he said, is that why we couldn't <laughs> find one? Nice. But he's also, even, even more... He also is the guy, he also is the reason why we're not buying a house in Long Island because he's the one who told me to put it all on Bitcoin. 
So there you go. Oh, thank you. So you did it on purpose. We didn't find a house, and now he has no money to buy a house. Well, I, I mean, I listened to the episode just like everyone else. He did it unadvised, uh, and we did speak about it, but I didn't tell him to I do believe it. you. Or maybe I did. No, you did. Well, <laughs> the thing is, you're one of those guys, like, you just make me do it, and yeah. then 20 years later, I'll be like, I didn't feel comfortable doing that, and I'll sue you for sexually assaulting <laughs> me. Vinny, bye. Come back come back anytime you want. But right now, Venetia's got your mic, and you're pissed. It's not a good time to buy a house anyway. Venetia's in blackface. Um, <laughs> she's wearing a mask, and it's black. But what and can I, you do? Yeah. Um, uh, shout out black people. Shout out. Today's the last. Shout week. out black people, and shout out Rush Limbaugh. Well, here, let me. Let, yeah. this, I wanted to bring this up, because, because again, you're an avid steroid user, but also an avid book reader. Yeah. And, you know, with this coming down the last few days of, of, of Black History Month, a.k.a. Sean King Month, you just finished the biography of the one and only Malcolm X. Yeah. So what? And and your opinion changed on him. You used to. Yeah. You used Listen, to not. You didn't know much about him. All I knew was that he was like the the Planet X version of Ma Martin Luther King. I thought Malcolm X was just like the worst, angry, violent version of of Martin Luther King by any means necessary. You know all that kind of stuff. And I, after reading the book, first of all, in the introduction. <clears throat> Before I even got into the book, it was addressed that after he went on the Mecca, the pilgrimage to the Mecca, okay. and he met people of all races and fell in love with humanity in general, mm -hmm. he softened up his stance on the white man, quote unquote. Got it. Right? So he was killed before he had a chance to bring that out publicly and say, hey, like, because he was out for 11, 12 years just saying the white man is the devil, the white man right. is the devil. He went on the pilgrimage, he came back, he was like... I've made a mistake. Right. But then somebody, you know, killed him before he got a chance to right. get that out there. But I always like reading about people that I disagree with because I want to understand why I disagree with them and find out maybe that I don't. And this was the first time that I actually, like, found out that I was misinformed. Gay! <laughs> <laughs> I also read a book which he references in there called Black Like Me. When I was like oh, 12. That, that's funny. Yeah. You, go, you going to the bookstore, hashtag Sinatra, <laughs> your Merlin Lair sweatshirt with your bowling shoes, say, hey, do you have the book Black Like Me? Even better, I read it when I was 12, and I was wearing cross-colors clothes, and wow. I had wavy, you know, blonde hair, and I was fat, and I was trying to figure out what it was like to be a black person in America. All these books that I've read recently in the last year of my life have been inspired by you. The 48 Laws of Power, which we'll get to because we do a segment every every show for the next 48 episodes. We're going to be covering a chapter of the 48 Laws of Power, which you recommended to me. And we're doing the fourth law, which makes we're, sense. We're gonna, well, that was supposed four. to be a reveal, but... <laughs> so you want to just do the fourth law now? Because no, I, I had a whole going, thing. Keep going, keep well, going. Well, no, now we have to do the fourth law. All right. Let's do the well, fourth law. I mean, listen, with what the fourth law is, it's not going to make any sense because it's... Yeah. The fourth law is. Here's the fourth law. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the fourth law. And this is, this is, this is, I, after I read this law, I was like, this is why I need to start a podcast. Cause this is, <laughs> the fourth law is always say less than necessary. So I was like, let me talk for an hour a week <laughs> and blow the reveal. The judgment, when you are trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more common you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, banal, banal. It's like anal, but would it be? Yeah, but, be for butt. <laughs> it will seem original if you make it vague, open-ended, and sphinx-like. Shout out Sphinx Cats. Shout out Sphincter. 
Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Yeah. So there you go. So this, and it was one of these things, the, the example they gave, because the reason why you said I would like this book and why you are 100% dead on is because not only does it have so many life lessons, but it only, it gives so many historical examples. Yeah. That's wild. Do you remember the example from... Law four? No. So it was from this guy uh, Corey Corey Alanis. There's yeah, a lot of anus stuff and <laughs> anal stuff with this. There's there is banal and then there's Coriolanus. C O R I O L A N U S. And Coriolanus. Wait, why did hold on? Why did he Google that? Why did you Google that? Slug anus it's as just its a, head. A fact I learned this week. So <laughs> pimp has pulled up slug. Pimp has pulled up that um um slugs uh torsion uh. So slugs, slugs' yep. anuses are on their head. Okay, so slugs are shitheads. Wait, and where's their mouth? That was a dad mouth? joke. Sorry, cut that part out. I think out. their mouth is just part of their head, too. <laughs> that can't be. And I also found out that the anus is the first thing formed in childbirth. Like, yeah. the first part of you. That I knew. For some reason, that I knew is the butthole is the, is, is the first thing that forms. I knew a baby, and I didn't know the baby, but I knew somebody who knew a mother who smoked while the baby was forming, and the baby was born with no anus. Really? Horrible. So yeah. what they do? Do they just poke a hole in it? They what do you to, do? Yeah, they just... You gotta just open one up. Yeah. <laughs> you have to tear a new asshole. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. So, so... Uh, Coriolanus was a great Roman military guy, okay, like like Roman. literally like the top dog of the time, like a celebrity for how many wars he won, right? And yeah. like how just fierce and brave, and and everybody was like so intimidated by this guy. I was like, oh my god, there's Coriolanus, like you know their buttholes would tighten up. But then what happened was, is one day he decided to talk to the Senate, to the Roman Senate, mm -hmm. and then he started talking so much to the Senate about what a great warrior he was and all these things that he had done. And he started sat and then, you know, telling stories about like having sex with women at war. And he sounded he went from like this mysterious godlike figure to just a common soldier. Yeah. And he never got anything done. And he died at wow. the, he like died drunk and penniless. Wow. Because he just he wouldn't shut his fucking mouth. The less you say, the more people fill in the gaps with their own imagination. The only time, and it says, but yes, absolutely. The only time, though, it says that there's a law reversal here uh -huh. is when sometimes you need to speak up. Like right now with what's going on in our country, silence is violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Venetia's, Venetia's here. So I want to say silence is violence. Dead ass. Dead fucking ass. Dead anus. Um, so, so, yeah. Dead so snail he, mouth. Here's the lesson, Tank. Once the words are out, you cannot take them back. So once the words are out, you cannot take them back. Keep them under control. Be particularly careful with sarcasm. The momentary satisfaction you gain with your biting words will be outweighed by the price you pay. So there you go. So remember that. Once you take once the words are out, you cannot take them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wait. So that that book or law I read around the same time. I use that for dating. Right. I would go on a date and I would just say everything that came to mind. Right. Yeah. And and they're like, yeah, I know, you know, too yeah. much, too, too much, much information. Yeah. So I was told this story. It's a parable, I think, or a fable. Sure. Which one is animals? Which one is Aesop's? Fables. It, I don't know. And it's a Jesus story. did parables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably a parable. It's a pair of bowling shoes. Okay. So, um, you have tramp, uh, pimp just um, Google difference between parable, parable and allegory. Fable, parable and fable. Parable is a short story that fable. teaches a moral thing. 
And then a fable. Personify animal characters. Okay, Got so it. it's a parable. So I'll tell it as quick as possible. Let's There's do it. A, a father and a son, mm-hmm. and the son has a bad attitude with his mother, right? So every time the son yells at the mother, the father makes the son go out and nail a nail into the fence, right? Right. So every day the kid's out there nailing nails into the fence. He says, all right, now every day that you go by that you don't have an attitude with your mother or say something nasty, you can go pull a nail out of the fence, right? So the, the whole story basically is you fast forward and one day the kid's standing there with the fence full of holes but no nails mm-hmm. and he feels victorious. He's like, I've been so good. And the father goes, the holes are still there. You can never fill in the holes. You can never like take back what you said. So I use, like, with my kids and my wife, like, I just, keeping your mouth shut is fucking underrated. It is, yeah. Super underrated. I've learned, too, like, I remember reading that law, because I read law for, whatever, a month or two ago, like, just say, like, saying less, like, not in podcasting and entertainment, but in in life, I've just been like, wow, like, you don't have to just, like, diarrhea of the mouth all the time, because I realized in so many situations, looking back, like, wow, I just kept, I talked myself into saying something smart and then look stupid. Like, yeah. I talked myself out of the intelligent thing I just said yeah. because I'm just doing too much. Yeah, you, you lose yourself right. in what you're saying. You don't need to do that. And that's why I find that, like, sometimes um, I'll just stop talking. So that was the, the segment, and I want to do this specifically with you because you're here. We did um, in this segment, which we do every show, the 48 Laws of Power, but now I want to do the segment that we'll just do with you called the 48 Laws So what's your favorite law? Okay, my favorite law of... <laughs> you want to lift a kettlebell? You want to do shrugs or something? While I have a lot of anger I got to get out, yeah. Fuck yeah! I was just telling somebody, I don't even, I, I'll say I, it. I genuinely like just strain my shoulder. Because it's, So I'm going to be sweating a little bit because I'm, I'm actually in like probably nine out of ten pain. I, I, I just popped something <laughs> in my rotator cuff, but we still have 40 minutes left in the show. So I'm just going to have to fucking just white knuckle and get through this just like the great Rush just, Limbaugh did RIP. Never say this on another pay, uh, podcast, but it's Christy Chaos. So I'm going to tell it's this Chris story. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy if you want to see the real shit. So... I've had my head shaved for a long time. Right. And when I was younger, I was an angry, angry teenager. Sure. I was going to Long Island hardcore shows, going to punk shows, Agnostic Front, Madball, VOD. I were was you on the juice when you were younger? No, no, I was okay. just huge. I was like 245 at 16 years old, jacked, shaved head, wearing- or fat, fat, fat. Wearing fat, 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 wearing t-shirts with, with like, you know, I didn't realize what these scenes were into. You know what I mean? Like the, like, um, what's a band? Black Flag. These, Bl- these Blink-182? No, no, before Blink-182. These bands were into some weird shit, like some some white power Nazi shit, right? Doc Martens. I just liked the music, and I liked the energy. Doc Martens? I just bought my daughter Doc Martens for Christmas. Yeah, she's going to get in trouble. She's going to have a problem. Sorry. Well, she's Puerto Rican, so. She can do it. She can morph. Being half Puerto Rican, half white, like she can be, she could just morph into Puerto Rican if the Doc Martens are a problem. She can wear them ironically. Yes. So, um, I was into some shit, and my, I, I, my mom, this is a story that I told on the other podcast, but my mom. What's the other podcast? History Hyenas. Oh, History Hyenas. Oh, you told it? Well, I, I wouldn't remember. I was, I mean. About my my <laughs> wife's grandfather. Who, who was, was a Nazi. Yeah. Yes. That I do remember. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> but a nice guy. Right. Yeah. He's a nice Nazi. Yeah. Hey, Hitler was a vegetarian. So there's a guy on Tanks <laughs> who I love on Tanks Kid News. He has a, um, a page called Erasing Hate. Where he just goes out with the power washer. He's in Canada, does it on his own dime, his own time. He goes out with the power washer and just erases, erases. Just erasing hate. Do you, do you sometimes wish that he could go back to your old high school notebooks? I do, and just rip them out and be like, yeah. "Dude, yeah, this is not great." 
Okay. You know, so he erases swastikas and, and racist graffiti and all and the anti-Semitic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kidding. And Shout one out day, President Joe Biden. You are my emperor. No, I, to be honest with you, it's one of those things where, like, even, I'm a like, muscle artist. anything you did, like, when you were a teenager, to me, no matter how bad it is, like, I just think it should be forgiven because your brain doesn't even form. Our brains, like, the neocortex of our brain doesn't form till we're 25 years old. Mine so. didn't form till I was 30. Why? And I know that for a fact. How do you know? Because I remember almost feeling like it clicked into place when I was 30. What are you doing? I was just getting comfy wumpy. Yeah. I, I because I drank heavily from right. from 15 to whatever 16 to 22. Right. So I feel like that that like stunted my grain my uh, my brain the right. growth and I remember I moved to California and all of a sudden I was just like I just figured out some shit that like I probably f- should have figured out a long time ago. You told me once not a, you were you were you were a big time alcoholic like a big time alcoholic. And then you also, and then you also like used to have like a lot of anxiety and think like your girlfriend was always cheating on you. Oh yeah. Those are so, but but like, when did you stop? When you stopped drinking, did you stop thinking that everyone was cheating on you, or you still to this day think your wife's currently cheating on you right now? She's definitely cheating on me right now. Right. Like currently, it's two fifty one. Hundred percent. Two dicks in her. Two dicks. Yeah. <laughs> no. So that actually started after I stopped drinking. Right. Because all of a sudden I could feel feelings. Right. And I was worried and I was fearful and I was never, never taught to deal with fear. Like there's, there's a couple of things you got to watch out with, watch out for when you get sober. Resentment, they say, is the number one offender, the number one thing that brings people back out. It's resentment. I battled with fear more than anything, fear and anxiety. So somebody told me once when I was in a basketball tournament, they said fear stands for false evidence appearing real. That's my favorite one. Oh, you've heard of that. Oh, oh I yeah. thought it was just some like genius that walked by me. There was like a ghost, but that's just on like bumper in a stickers. Pick, in a pickup basketball game. That was going to be my Anxiety <laughs> Tuesday segment is false evidence appearing real. But I guess if you want that, just go to any fucking 99 cent store. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. False evidence appearing real. Yeah. So I, um, I would just sit there and ruminate over what the girl that I was, if she was out of my physical sight. Right. I was worried. Like you said that you would worry you were worried that the girl was hurt that right. you were dating. So my anxiety for cuz when we talked about this I thought there was correlations it was probably come from the same part of our it's brain. It's 100% just manifesting differently. You would think if your girlfriend didn't text you back at 5 minutes cuz she's getting dicked down, yeah. but I would think if my girlfriend didn't text me back it's cuz she was killed in a car accident. Face down. Face down. Yeah, right. in a ditch. Right. I think she was getting strangled by a dick you think she was getting one inserted inside of her. Yeah, same yeah. thing. So I um there was a point in time not that long ago, um, not it wasn't like last week, it was probably like 10, 9, 10 years ago, right. where I would come home and I would see a sock on the floor in my house. Right. And when you glance at a sock, how are you going to know who's so- it's a, a thing on the floor? So as soon as I saw the sock, I would get sick. I'd be like, oh, fuck, like that's... Because of a sock? That's the, the that's exhibit A in my divorce proceedings is that sock right so there. Wait, so you would think that there's a sock on the floor. It must not be your sock. It must be the guy she was just having sex with who ran out the back of the window sock that he left behind. It's the only possible explanation. Couldn't be my sock or her sock or my son's sock or my stepdaughter's sock or her father's sock. It was a, a, automatically quick, someone else's real sock. Real quick, when yeah. you were younger or recently, did you ever jerk off into a sock? Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, of course. Keep going. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. So I know my mom would always be like, Christopher, why are your socks so crinkly? I'd be like, ah, I put French fries in them. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> I blow my boogers into the mom. I have allergies. But I, I was blew really, my dick boogers into oh, Yeah, that's but I was gross. really ripping. Yeah. That's gross. Go ahead. Um, Delilah, go back inside. 
<laughs> Shut the door, please. Daddy, what's a dick booger? <clears throat> so, oh, fuck. Um, so, you got the so-, so the sock's on the floor. Your wife's cheating so I, on you. So I get closer to the sock. I pick it up. I'm like, okay, this is definitely my sock. I wear these golden toe socks that my dad wore growing up. He had the best Those socks. Those are the best golden the toe best. socks. So um, I put the, you know, the sock in the hamper. But then like a few minutes later, I my brain just wouldn't stop. My brain would go... Okay, maybe it was your sock, or maybe she told the guy that she's cheating on you with to get golden toe socks. That way, in case he has to run out in a panic, if he leaves one behind, it's not a big deal. We won't get caught. And that was when I was like, this is not okay. Right. I got to figure this shit out. Yeah. So, and, but did your wife ever like kind of get like, you know, suffocated by all that or, or you would just deal with it in your head? No, no. So, so thankfully by the time I got to her, I had grown up a little bit. She got the residual of what I was dealing with in my twenties. My twenties, it was bad. I drove every single girl away. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. But she was good with me. She was good because like, I understand that when somebody has an issue, you want them to deal with it. You don't want to feed it because what you feed grows, and when it grows, it gets bigger, and it just becomes this unending void of, like, neediness. Right. But she was, like, I remember she would go out to dinner with a couple of her friends, right? Mm -hmm. Brian, Michael, Tony. She'd go out with these guys all the time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) She'd go out. (laughs) Wait, Venetia, do you have to go? Venetia has to go take a call. Hurry up, go quickly, because I don't want anyone freeze-framing this. So go ahead. Someone's going to screenshot this. Go ahead. Yeah, walk through. This is Vanity, everyone. She's back on the show. And thank you for walking through the shot because you were saving a fucking snooze fest of a story. <laughs> Wait, what was, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So my wife, when she'd go out to dinner, she would post a picture of all her and all her friends at the, at the restaurant on Facebook. Right. She would never say, hey, this is for my crazy husband. Right. Hey, make sure you saw this. She just knew I saw it. Right. So it was like she gave me just enough of what I needed to say. All right, right. she's she's a good person. She's a good she's person. Not going to do that. Vinny, Vinny, can you cu- can you just talk to the mic for one second, Vinny? It's funny. The candles on. Whoops, whoopsie daisy. Shout out Hangover Candles. Oh, this isn't a Hangover Candle, but Hangover Candles did send us stuff. So thank you, this. But this isn't this isn't it. Sorry. Ah, oh, fucking wax <laughs> on my finger. Turn it off. Oh, turn it off. So Venetia just walked outside. That's funny. Venetia walked in. You, oh, look at that. It's not what it looks like. Um, we were just talking about, Tank was talking about anxiety, about if he would find like a guy's sock on the floor or if he would see a sock on the floor, he wouldn't think it was his sock. He would think it was his wife that was cheating on him and blah, 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 blah. And you would tell me that you wish that I was more jealous like that because I never worry about anybody. I never worry about you cheating on me. I worry that every time you come out of the house, you're dead, Right. Right. What what would you rather what would you rather me be worried about? Me cheating or you or are you dying? Me cheating. I mean you cheat. Yeah, you want you, you want that. I don't think you want that though. No? You want that. Are you like that crazy? It it puts a major strain on the relationship because as the person who's not cheating, you know you're not cheating, so constantly being accused of something you're not doing is infuriating and it's not uh Exactly. And I'm talk- Shut up. I'm you talking- ain't got no proof. I'm talking about I the do. I'm talking about the person oh, that does the accusing. I'm the person that does the accusing. Right. So when I would put well, my wife. you. Yeah. When I would put my wife through that, she'd get so frustrated and I'd be like, you're only getting frustrated because you're cheating on me. Yes. No, I feel the same <laughs> That's way. That's what I she does you. to me. No I matter what you. I say, she'd be like, oh, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be getting so mad and agitated right Guilty now conscience. and your energy wouldn't be like that if you don't have something to fucking hide from me. That's what so you would do. So just tell me you're cheating on me so yeah. we can move on with this. I'm not Thank cheating you. on you. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Oh, Vinny, I don't so cheat bad. on you anymore. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I don't cheat on you. I've never cheated on you. Oh, she just looked for something to throw. She couldn't find anything. I got candle wax on the There's couch. A lot Sorry. Of stuff here that I can throw. Actually, I got so candle wax on the couch. Good. Oh, on the couch? Uh, yes. It's Not good. Good. I um, want a new couch so, but, anyway. But I have some doctor's reasons for this. Here we go, Vinny. Typically, Listen to this. Typically, people. Oh, now you're gonna diagnose me. Yeah, typical. Typically, people become paranoid about, about their partner cheating cheat. on them for three reasons, Vinny. Three reasons: trust issues are one of them, but it may also mean you're struggling with confidence or projecting. So why don't we talk about whose socks you've been wearing? Because who have you been cheating Fine, on me with? Fine, I'm cheating. So whose baby is that? I want to know whose kid that is. We Tank, don't know is it yet. Your kid? It is. That's why I'm we here. don't know yet. It'd be we'll great if it was out. homeless pimp's kid. I would love it. Can you film the birth, by the way? Are you available July 4th? It's going to come out with your glasses. <laughs> all right. All right. So you're cheating on me because of all the accusations that you always accuse me of. You're actually cheating on me unless you have my Instagram password. Kidding. <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> I was just kidding. That's I was a nail in the fence. I was just kidding. I know you do. I'm just kidding. Oh, that, I don't even know like, what to say. That like, I want to throw Sorry, this that part bothered me. It was going to get a good laugh, but then I just look like a weasel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I look like a weasel, and I apologize. Chris, rule number four. Your face could not get any rule number right four. Now. Law number four, say less. Always say less than necessary. I'm sorry. No, I just want to say that I love you so much. And, oh, shut up. And he I, does love you. I do. Thank no, you, Tank. I know he loves me. Okay. So, what's the problem? You're going to say, no, he loves me, but then I saw your fucking mouth go do that thing where I was going to get to say something nasty. Every time you're about to say something nasty, you're like this. You're like an iguana, and then it's just going to say I'm something nasty. Ready. You're going to catch a fly. Ready to fly. Yeah, you know I love you, but... But nothing. That's why it hurts so much when you cheat on her. I never cheated on her. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. I, that's what I'd say to my wife. I'd be like, I know you she love me. me. That's why it you hurts me so much. I cheated on you? Yeah, well, all the projecting. Rule number three. Rule number three. Projecting. <laughs> Now he has an excuse. Now he has Is an there excuse, a I chance? Think. Listen, if things, if things at some point didn't work out with us, could I be with TT Jerry? And then it's like being with you. Like, what would you do if I had an affair with oh, TT Jerry? I would prefer for you to be gay than like be with another woman. Like that would make me happy. You ask me probably like, once I a week if I'm gay. Yeah. Do you actually do. think I'm gay? Sometimes, genuine? sometimes I question it for real. Like I think there's a chance. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah, a lot of people ask me if you're gay too. Well, call my dad. Is he alive? I even tried to do like certain things to see if you like it. What? You won't let me. What was that like, about? What do you to mean? See, like, to see like how much you like it. Like what? Name like, one you thing. you know, those things. Finger what in the things? butt. You never put a finger in my butt. I've She's tried. tried. Really? And then what happened? And happens? you like, you move. I move around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not what I want to do with you. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm not gay and I'm not cheating on you. Are you attracted to men, though? More. No, I've, I've said this a million times. I'm not attracted to men, but right now, right, okay. right now. <laughs> you want to leave and go have sex with Jasmine. Yes, because yes. we're having a stimulating conversation. Like, yeah. literally, the horny, like, the pages of 48 Laws of Power are stuck together because I start to read them. <laughs> and it's like a playboy for me because I intellectually start to think about you with, you know. You're a sapiosexual. I'm a sapiosexual. Yeah. But Vinny... So do, do we have to have Tank like just sit here on the couch and talk to you all day long, every day? Yes. Yeah. That's, that, and then you, I meet you inside? That's the thing. Why do you think every time you're like, you know, like put, you want to put on Pornhub or something like that, I just go right to Tank's Good News and start whipping my meat out? <laughs> hey, you want to watch Pornhub. He wants to watch TED Talks while you yeah. guys have sex. I know. I love it. I love just listening to a nice Noam Chomsky interview. <laughs> but it has to be male. It has to be male. Yeah, when women start to say smart stuff, then I start to get into. Oh, you're such a jerk. I'm kidding around. I love women. I support women. Yes, we have a daughter. We have a second child on the way. 
Who's, who was Probably a girl yeah. because you can only make girls. I can only make girls. Yeah, if that's here's the thing. If it's a boy, if that comes out of no, Vinny, I'm being serious. If that comes out a boy, that will confirm to me that you are cheating on me, and I will get my thing. I already and leave. told you, I am cheating on you. With who? Don't worry about it. Whom? With whom? Whomst? All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Vinny. I appreciate it. I'll stick around after the podcast to mediate whatever. Well, no, you're gonna happens. have to stick around after the podcast anyway because I tried to do. I tried to be Chrissy Handyman yesterday uh-huh. and refinish. And paint strip one of a, a, a hundred year old dresser uh-huh. that Vinny has, and I completely ruined it. And it's right outside, and I need you to help me take it down <laughs> the stairs. <laughs> Vinny, I got good news. I'm finally going to start eating your cooking because Hello Fresh is going to be sending us ingredients 23 recipes each week featuring a range of flavors and cuisines, even Latino cuisines. We're going to be eating our Puerto Rican food from Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. They're sponsoring us. We're going to get 10 free meals. Listen, this is the first ad we've ever gotten on Christy Chaos, and I'm happy to be coming out of the gate strong with the food brand because make no mistake, it's all healthy food, and I can log it into my Fitness Pal app, and it's going to be yumsicles, yumsicles, yumsicles. HelloFresh.com slash 10 chaos. HelloFresh.com slash the number 10, one zero chaos, C-H-A-O-S, and you can use that code 10 chaos for 10 free meals. Do you understand how nuts... HelloFresh is as a company. They're going to send you 10, 10 DS free meals if you just go to HelloFresh.com slash 10Chaos and put in the promo code 10Chaos. I'm telling you, it's the best. Even I've been using it, and even now I've been cooking. El Blanquito, Chrissy D has been cooking. And they, they send you these, these meals, and it's like quick 10 to 20-minute meals. They send you the ingredients. All you have to do is read the instructions, and you cook it. Remember, remember Vin, we gave my mom that food. Remember, we gave her from the HelloFresh. We gave her the burger and all and, and the little spices and stuff, and oh, she yeah. loved it. Yeah. You, right? And she loved it. And remember, yes. you, we made the burger. Remember, the first burger I ever made was from HelloFresh.com. Remember, I just put the meat in. I just put the spices. You told me to put it I in mean, an adobo. I don't, know, I don't know if it was good because I don't eat meat, but. Right, but remember, I just put a little adobo it on it. It looked good. Yes, they gave me the meat. You gave me the adobo. Yes. HelloFresh.com. It looked very good. And yes, you cook 10 now. Chaos. Where do you have to go? Vinny, tell them the promo code. Here's the promo code. Oh, my God. HelloFresh.com slash 10Chaos. And use the code 10Chaos for 10 free meals. So we're going to use that code and get 10 free meals. They're going to send it us here so you don't Love have to it. cook anymore. But if you want, all you have to do is they'll provide the boil and, and then you, you provide cook the sasson. I'll cook it. I will absolutely. I'm Chrissy the cook. I'm Chrissy cook. I'm Chrissy in the kitchen. I got the adobo. Absolutely. HelloFresh.com slash 10Chaos. Use code 10Chaos for 10 free meals. Yes. What happened in 1984? Who was the president? You don't even know who the president was. I'm going to guess it was... Who was the president in 1904? I have no idea. Teddy Roosevelt. Theodore Teddy. Roosevelt, Jazz. It's a good one. Wow, that that's crazy. I can't throw it away. She said yesterday that the child, if we have a boy, it'll be named Theodore. I'm going to name it Teddy DeSefano. <laughs> so you, can you help me move that thing downstairs? Of course. Yeah, because I need, I need like, you know, me and Pimp are going to do it, but then I was like, ah, let's just get Tank. And we're yeah. going to film it for the patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Why don't you just throw, roll it down the stairs if you're throwing it out? I know. So she, that's what Vinny was saying before. She's like, why don't you just put on a bunch of skateboards? <laughs> Vinny, I, I know that you're sucking your teeth in the back because the president in 1904 is Theodore Roosevelt. It's just I, I, we have to throw it away. It's too. It's it, it's an eyesore, and I ruined it. I actually ruined it. Just like I ruined this relationship. I know. Unbelievable. Yes. 
Okay. She said, I'm still here. Count your lucky stars. I will, girl. Yes. One, two. <laughs> um, here, let's get to the um, Christopher DiStefano segment of the show. What do you know about George Washington? What do you like? What do you dislike? Um, I like his name. And Good name. I know about the uh, the powdered wigs, and that's really it. I don't know a lot about him. I cannot tell a lie. The the kindergarten, the elementary school stuff. It's all bullshit. Is what I know. It was about. a lying sack of shit, George Washington. Really? Here's what George Washington's peers said about him, like Benjamin Franklin and them. Mm. Number one, they said the reason why George Washington was such a great, great general. First of all, he only had a grade school education. Okay, mm-hmm. only had a grade school education. But the reason why he was a great general is he had the thing that we can apply to life. And I've mentioned this before in other podcasts is he saw things as they were, not as he wishes they were. So he was very, very good. He actually wasn't really that good of a of a military tactician. Mm-hmm. He just knew like when other generals like General um, uh, Lightfoot Lee, they used to call him. It was Robert E. Lee's like uh, father. Yeah. The great Civil War general, Robert E. Lee's, I'm sorry, grandfather. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be George Washington. Like he wanted to be in command, but he was very much like attack at all costs. Like if you retreat, you're a pussy where Washington was like, hey, the British are surrounding us. They're like, they keep beating the shit out of us. Like we need to retreat because he was seeing things as they were. Yeah. Not as he wished they were with yeah, the other yeah. generals and other people, you know, at that time would say, oh, I wish that we were stronger than England. I wish, but you weren't. Yeah. So he, he knew how to like get, you know, play with reality. And that's why they eventually won the war. So it's pretty wild. That, I'm just bringing that up because it's. Um, Maybe that's why they called them honest. On, right. Yeah. I also have a few weird facts about him. If you want. Yeah, at age 22, Washington led a disastrous military skirmish that sparked a world war. Oh, yeah, that's when he came out in the French and Indian War. In the French and Indian War. See, a lot of these things I just know. French and Indian War, he fucking got just shellacked in the French and Indian War and, like, fucked everything up. Really? And that really was, like, the first thing that, like, started, like, the French and the British, like, really, like, um, you know, hating each other and the Native Americans, like, on either side. Everyone started picking sides because Washington really fucked things up. Um, Washington's first love was the wife of one of his best friends. Wow, what a dirtbag. Yeah. He was banging his best friend's wife, which I'd never do that to you, but you can if you want to me. Um, I'll do it. Those teeth, those teeth weren't wooden. They, he didn't have wooden teeth. Um, shout out the dentist. My daughter just went to the dentist, and she has no cavities, so I rewarded that by buying her a cupcake. Um, some cavities. Washington wasn't always a great general, but he was an excellent spy master. Dude, do you know what we need to do, Tanky Sinatra? What? Do you know about the Long Island spy ring? Do you know about in 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 um all the way out in in Long Island in Suffolk County? There was uh-huh. like a there's a wa- Washington spies. There's a, sh- a show. On, it's on Netflix now called Turn. It's about the spy ring that General Washington, the reason why we won the Revolutionary War is because we, what is that? Oh, the reason why we won, the reason why we won um, the Revolutionary War is because we had better spies than the British and that was all George Washington and the spy ring came out of Suffolk County, Long Island. Like really? the main spy ring. Um, one, like a really nice town by the water. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting, um, it might be close to the Smithtown Water Smithtown Department. Water. You're the one who started Smithtown Water. I know. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. If anybody, you know, has come over here from the History Hyenas podcast, it's, it sort of started with Tank Sinatra when he said one time he was just, he was, came on our <laughs> podcast and he just was talking about Smithtown Water and he just said the Smithtown Water Department and then we went wild. Oh, you went we nuts. Screaming, Smithtown Water. Yeah, I was giving you guys an education on water because you uh, thought all water was water. Right. And then I said, uh, there's probably only one guy watching the entire plant for the Smithtown Water Department. And you said, there's 50,000 podcasts being filmed right now. 
I guarantee we're the only one who just gave a shout out to the Smithtown Water. Your jaw came out. Smithtown Water Department. Smithtown Water Department. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Smithtown. Um, yeah, and and um, uh, it was called the Culper Spiring, and I'm forgetting the town that it originated out of. I'll, we'll find out. But it it's was not, it where, was like a yeah. Google what town. Did 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 it did it originate out of though it wasn't no it wasn't Virginia it was in in Long Island, it's not Syosset. There's another one with an S. What's it? What's what's some Long Island S towns? No, no. So it was or maybe it wasn't. It's like a beautiful town. Oh damn it! Is it a, a Native it a, American name? No. Um. Yeah, Native American. I don't know. I'm forgetting. Cold Spring Harbor. No, it was it was out there though. Not Syosset. Hopog. No, it was by the water. Oh, Nissaquag? No. Damn it. Just Long Island by the fucking water. Just it was Long Island things. Satawket. Satawket. There it is. Satawket. Yeah. That's a nice town, right? Yeah. Yeah. You ever it's been nice. out there? Of course. Do you want to film me and you for the Patreon going yeah. around Satawket on the Long Island Spiring? Yeah. Pimp, should we do it? Me and Tex and I should do it? Let's do it. But yeah, you have to not? bring your steroids, dude. I will. All right, cool. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We're going to do that. Anything we promise to Patreon, it happens. Because this Patreon, the Patreon that we have, is it's simple. It's just there's a $5 audio, a $10 video, a tw- and then an episode just for $25 members. Uh-huh. And for the top, top tiers, yeah. we just do wild shit. And that's something we'll do for the top 25s and up. Bitcoin, right? Well, yeah, we're going to give. We're, g- we're going to give away a Bitcoin. Oh, shit. On the Patreon. I don't know. Somebody's going to win a Bitcoin. Wow. No. Um, quite a prize. What, um, so wait. So let me ask you this. What, where do you see, you know, like your, cause your family, cause here's the thing with you is you have like a new age job. You're a meme maker. Yeah. Like some people were, were shoemakers. Some people were cobble <laughs> makers. Some people were, you know, other types of makers. Yeah. And you're, but you're a meme maker. I know. Yeah. You're Mr. Memes. You're Maddie Memes. You're, you're, you're a tank to meme. Yeah. So your family, like, how do you like describe it to like your kids? Like what you do? <clears throat> um, my three-year-old has no clue. What's, What's going happening? On. Yeah, the, the eight-year-old is pretty impressed by it. He's becoming more impressed by it as he, like, ventures out onto YouTube and, like, all those different platforms, Roblox. He knows, like, the YouTubers. Right. So I told him, you know, he's, I, I'll never forget, but the first time I ever did anything of note in my book <clears throat> was when I ABC Nightline did a piece on me, came to the house, filmed, whatever, and I, I stayed up to watch it. Nobody stayed up to watch it with me. And this right. is, like, four or five years ago, so my son was three or four. And uh, I taped it. The next morning I woke up. I was like, who wants to watch Daddy on TV? And yeah. nobody wanted to watch it. My wife was like, I'm too busy. My son was like, no. Yeah. It, like, he didn't give a yeah, shit. They don't care. Yeah, now he knows. Now he yeah. knows. That's like my daughter watched. My daughter, who was three years old at the time when my special on Comedy Central came out. Yeah. Uh, size 38 way, shout out. Um, when it came, you know, she was three at the time and still even now at five, she won't watch anything. Even like one of her cartoons or a YouTube thing. She'll watch it for like a minute. And yeah, then- yeah. Just run off to the next thing. Yeah. She sat right here on this couch and watched my full hour special. Wow. Just kept sitting there <clears throat> watching it, just sitting right here, not doing anything, not having any reaction at all. Turned to me when it was over and she was like, that wasn't good. Oh, and man. then walked into her room. <laughs> I swear to God, walked to her room and went to sleep for the night and woke up the next morning. And I just made her pancakes. Like, wow. I mean, it was devastating. Yeah, it hurts. But, she, you know, whatever. You can't expect much. The Greek word my, my meme, meme, derives from meme, from comes from the ancient Greek mimima, meaning that which is imitated. So a meme is imitated. Yes. That's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, what, uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day? I like to know what people are doing during the, during the day. 
Um, <clears throat> I already worked out today. I'm going to drive home. That'll put me home um, three or four hours after I leave here, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat something. Yeah, it's going to be long. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't well, want food. How come you didn't want... How come, we ordered lunch. Why didn't you want food? Do you think our food's not good enough? I ate right before I left. What did you eat? I had toast with uh, vegan cheese and two eggs. Yeah. Vegan cheese. So you are some of those guys, because when we first... Well, the last time we saw each other is when we did the History of Ideas episode with James uh, James Wilkes, Wilkes Booth, yeah, um, um, who who made that documentary, The Game Changers, and I told him I want to nibble on his cauliflower, and he was not amused. <laughs> and and you did he say anything by the way after that podcast? Was he like, what is wrong with that guy? No, no, he um he had he had a good time. He did. So I drove him from the podcast studio to where he was staying. And I, I kind of felt like I should explain, even though I probably should have explained beforehand. I was like, sorry, I didn't give you a heads up. It's obviously not like your typical podcast. He goes, oh, no, man, it was fucking great. Have you spoken to him since then? We've, I've texted him a couple of times. Right. Yeah. I wonder but what no. he's been doing in quarantine. Just fucking growing vegetables. and. Just I also wrestling. found another weird fact this week. Um, here, uh, Pimpy found a weird fact. The name you're given as a child might affect the shape of your face. I could see that. Really? I have How a does that? How, though? I, everyone always says that I look like a Chris. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, not a George. They say, I want your name to be Chris. Yeah, your name, you don't, lo- I don't know that you necessarily look like a Chris, but you definitely don't look like a George. Like, when you're, because when you pick a meme name at Tank Sinatra, and then your name yeah. is George Roush, you're like, what? George what? <laughs> George Reich. Everything but. Keep going. George Reich? No. George Rash? No. George Roosh? No. George Rosh Hashanah? No. George Rish? No. George Rauk? No. George R-E-U-S-C-H? R-E-S-C-H. R-E-S-C-H. George yeah. Rash? Nice. George Good. Rash. Like fresh. George Fre- Rash. But, but all those names you just said, that's what I've heard my entire life. And I'm just like, yo, it's five letters. Your yeah. name is DiStefano. It's like you right. probably get DiStefano, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Rash is like, it should be so simple, but it's so tough for people. That C throws people the fuck off. Fuck off. By way the way, off. George Washington, The reason, another reason why I wanted to bring it up on Chris If there was a C in his name, forget about forget it. Forget it. He had a complicated relationship with slavery, so he had slaves. Complicated? It was he had slaves. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that, 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 that bring up. It wasn't complicated. <laughs> it was he had slaves, and that's just what it is. Yeah. But but see that th- see this is the thing though. When you go back in history, it's like so. Washington will listen. The reason why I want to bring it up is because today, you know, February twenty third. Yesterday was Washington's birthday. This will be the last. Washington's birthday we ever celebrate. You think They're so? They're going to cancel him. They, of course, the slaves already now, people like Heath Sox, and they want to take down his statues. We're not going to be celebrating Washington's birthday next year because he had slaves. You know what, bro? I look at it like driving with the traffic, right? Like on the expressway or whatever, you, whether the traffic's going 70 or 60 or 50 or 80, you're, you can get away with driving however fast the traffic is going, even if it's over the speed Unless limit. Unless it's on the Autobahn in Germany, there's no speed limit, there are no rules. Exactly. But if the speed limit's 55 and you're going with everybody at 80, you're not going to get a ticket. So if you're, if I'm, obviously having slaves now is terrible, but right. back then it was what they did. Right. 10 years ago, people were using different words than they use now. 20 years ago, right. people, you just, you got to stay. And then obviously there's always people who speed a little fast and then get caught. Right. Like the people who just say too much wild shit. Right. But I, I don't think people can be held. Law number four, say less. Accountable, responsible for, you know. This is a fact I knew, by the way. Did yeah. you know this? This is mind-blowing. 
There are more people yeah. in slavery today than at any other time in history. More than 40 million people around the world are victims of modern slavery. I did know Slavery, that. including uh, 25 million in forced labor, but they spelled labor wrong. They put a U in there. L-A-B-O-U-R. This is probably written in the UK. No, I know. I was just kidding. Wait, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I did know this, but I also believe that there are more slaves in Africa held by other Africans than there were ever sure. African American slaves in America That's during the, the time of slavery. That's the thing we've talked about a uh, hundred times on History Hyenas and just throughout the last few years of my life is like you can obviously it's all bad slavery is bad and nobody's debating that but the most enslaved people get enslaved by their own kind throughout his right now the most slaves that exist in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia yeah. it's all Saudi Arabians enslaving other Saudi Arabians that's yeah. just so you can vilify the white guy I know the white guys did a lot of bad shit but in in mass majority of of history it's it's not it's not really. I mean, the whites. Listen, they're fucked up a lot. I'm not saying. I'm not saying things were good Bro, in America. White people are like whatever. I don't want to be. I'm not trying to be one of those like left, lefty, like super woke people. But every time I have a problem with somebody on the internet, it's a young straight white male. Of course, they're so fucking annoying. They're the most annoying people ever. That's why when Bill, Bill Burr did SNL a few months ago, and he was saying like how annoying white women are, and they always create issues. It's true. I've even do stand up bits about how like white people. It's oh any problem I've ever had with my stand up or any issue. It's always white people because they are so much guilt like especially white women, there's so much guilt where the people who are being affected usually just figure out a way how to overcome. But it's these white people that are like, now you have to change the name of the Cleveland Indians. Well, they appropriate everything, including rage. They borrow problems that aren't theirs. Of course. And they take them and say, I'm going to solve this for you. Yeah. Because you're too weak to solve it yourself. So we're going to, and then they say, oh, I'm using my privilege. No, you're not. You're on Facebook making yeah. everyone feel bad for being human. Listen, everybody is doing their best. Period. Yeah. End of story. Hard stop. Whether their best is so much worse than you could possibly imagine, that's a different story. But I promise yeah. you, no matter what, everybody's doing their best. Listen, it took me a whole month to change my opinion. Not change my opinion, but just get me where I need to be. And especially it's fitting, this being Black History Month. I just want to look right into the camera and say, I fucking hate white people. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Ruth Conda forever. But I'm actually interested. You're a big internet meme maker. How do you yeah. unplug from social media? Um, oh, good I just, call. Very good question for Mike. So I, um, over the years, I've had to Stop be, talking. We're doing the show. <laughs> is that Enlightenment Now in there? Yes, I have Enlightenment Now. Uh, did you read it? Uh, I haven't read it. I didn't read it either. Maybe we should do that. We should do read that. No, I don't know. Um, I think that's a book that I'm probably going to save for... When I'm I'm feeling up for it because yeah a right dense right now book. the books I can see from here is I have Enlightenment Now Investment Investing for Dummies The Brain and then How the Not brain. to Die That's the book I was gonna bring Oh you were gonna bring the Brain I the have brain, it already yeah. by David Engel Engel Eagleman yeah Eagle yeah. Eagle Jewish guy yeah 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 Oh man what a great book Great book Fucking Eagle phenomenal. What a great animal an Eagle is Yeah and man great bird. What a great species What a, yeah Fuck Especially if you're white <laughs> I'm kidding What are we doing with Patreon this is the Patreon winner. Oh, do, uh, can we get him in? Uh, oh, they they don't want they don't want to be a nah, part of the just, show. We we haven't set it up yet. Okay, but the Patreon winner. No, but I'm saying, what about last week's Patreon winner that we said we'd zoom in? She said she'd come in at four. She's coming at four. All right, so we'll try to get her in. Maybe she'll get in on the Patreon. Vinny's coming in. What's going on, Vinny? Is there issues? What? What happened? She has a question about a sock. Just saying on the podcast. Is it a problem? What's going on? What happened? Why? Why? 
Why would you say that on the podcast? Oh my God. <laughs> that there's a medical emergency with a friend. Why would you do that when I'm doing a, a podcast? Even so, you just do, so you just do everything. You just so you'll do anything I tell you to do. True. All right, bye. Can I finish a podcast? I'll text them. The here, the Patreon winner for today, because we do every on. If you go to Patreon.com/slash Christy Comedy, that's where we have all the extra content. We have extra bonus uh, content there. We have episodes there that we never release to the public, only on Patreon. And we said once a week we will pick a winner of the Patreon. Um, uh, you know, whoever makes the funniest Patreon name. Me, Mike, and Venetia will pick a winner, and we will zoom you into the next episode, and you can have a two-minute segment. So next week's winner is Kip. I am almost homeless, but I bought the Patreon anyways. Walker. Yeah. You're the winner. That's a funny name because you are almost homeless, and I'm sorry for that, um, whatever you're going through. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to my sister, Joelle, right. who's definitely going to listen to this episode. She listens to all, all of your everything. Jo- Joelle is listening? Joellen. Joel, and that's a girl. Vinny, Joellen, can you go in the back? Joellen Resch. Good luck with that one. I'm kidding. But I, I'd love to hear Tank's advice on how to yes, get away please. from toxic social media. Oh, just put the phone down. Just, I mean. Sorry. When Why you had a medical emergency? <clears throat> when you go through enough pain, you'll fucking put it down. Whatever it is. Right. I've, I've hit the, the threshold of pain that I can absorb from strangers on the internet. I don't read the comments. I don't read my DMs. If I see somebody write something nasty, I assume that it means they're in love with me. And I've tried to do this for years, but I finally, about two months ago, when I started making the videos, I was like, if you don't like me, or you say you don't like me, like, you wouldn't be writing on my page if you weren't a fan. So right. what, whatever you're saying, whether you love me or hate me, it's, it's all the same to me. Right. It's all the same, because you're, you're interacting. Right. It's like when I was, I remember breaking up with this girl once. All press is good press kind of thing. All attention is good attention. Right. Uh, not all attention is good attention, but all attention is the same. Okay. It all comes from the same place. Some kind of fascination or, <clears throat> or fandom. But You're obsessed with me. I was breaking up with a girl, and I told, I told a friend of mine, I'm like, I'm going to call her to tell her I'm not going to call her anymore. He goes, do you even hear what you're saying? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> The people who are writing shitty comments, yeah. to me, that's saying, hey, I love you. I'm, I really love what you're doing. Every time <clears throat> I've ever responded to a negative comment, yeah, not every time, most times I respond to a negative comment, the response I've gotten back is, I can't believe you responded to me, thanks, hearts, whatever it but is. But in the, in, in the in-between time, when you responded to them to the time that they responded to you, you were pissed. Yes, so just don't be pissed. Well, I just assume that people love you. No, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest, and especially this is the Anxiety Tuesday segment segment of the show. Yeah, um, where we talk about mental health. So there was especially like with you know um, there was a time where I've, I said this on another another episode where I would look at the comments and I let those let them consume me. But now I only post, mm-hmm. I only post, and yeah. then get off. That's, That's good all too. I do. I post and I get off because those, like you said, and it's also like you have to understand, in my opinion, the mental health problems that people who comment negatively are going through. Uh, we're yeah. doing the show! <laughs> okay, Delilah, but you just gotta wait a second. Um I'm getting I'm I'm mentally healthy. Um so so you so you so I you have I always think like what what pain those people must be going through because I've at least feel very fortunate enough to have never been in a place where I've felt like had to negatively give my opinion on anything. Yeah. And I feel like that's a positive thing because it's like, oh, I must be happy and okay with my life because think about the type of kind of shallow 
depressed, insecure person you have to be to even comment negatively on something, hoping for attention, or even be that person who says, wow, I can't believe you responded to yeah, this. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, it's very, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's sad because I don't want to you know, disrespect sad. anybody, but no, it's it just like sad. they're going through something that they don't even realize, like how how insecure they are. No, it's not. Are you like crying, by the way? You keep rubbing things in your eyes. No, What's my going? eyes are just some kind of some kind of reaction. It is sad, but not like, oh, I feel sad for you. I'm going to pray for you, sarcastic, tongue-in-cheek, um, you're a pathetic type way. Just like, it really is sad. Right. That somebody would feel yeah. that the the most power they're going to have that day is trying to get attention from from somebody who they really do like and enjoy, but are just so lo- at a loss. Right. Like, I remember waiting tables once. This woman was being such a fucking nasty bitch, dude. She was just one of the worst customers I've ever had. Right. And I was so hurt and so... Because I always tried to do such a good job. And as I was walking away, I heard her say to the person she was with... Nobody in my house fucking listens to me. He's going to listen to me. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh okay. That, that's what it is. And then I gave her a great experience. I like, I understood the root of what she was doing. I thought right. it was me. Right. It wasn't no. me. It was her. It's, it's usually always that person, right? Yeah. I mean, it's usually like a- anything you're taking out on someone is always them. What do you keep looking out the window? I thought I saw your, your neighbor that was getting rushed to the hospital. I was wondering what he was doing. No, I hope he's okay. Walking Jesus. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I got to text him. Um, um, we're almost done with the podcast. You're going to have to help me move. Furniture. My furniture down, and it does have paint thinner on it. Actually, no, it, not, not paint thinner. It has paint stripper on it, which is, has a chemical reaction. I got it on my body yesterday, and I have a rash. <laughs> How is it? You have a, oh, I have a George rash. You have a George rash? Um, no, I'm okay. But I want to just ask you quickly, because, again, with the Anxiety Tuesday segment of the show, I've like the last couple of episodes, we've talked about transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, you know, if it's not going to matter in five you know, months don't give it longer than five minutes. We read books. What's one thing you do to help your mental health every day? Um, every Besides day. cock. Yeah, every, every day. Um, I don't do every, every, anything every day. I exercise as often as possible. I eat well as often as possible. And I read as often as possible. Right. So I don't do any of those. I, I read pretty much every day. But um, just like there was a period of time about three or four months ago where I felt like all of the self-care that I was doing, all the meditating and reading and praying and talking and therapy and being nice and taking that pause before I respond, all that shit, it wasn't working. And I got like really right. dark and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like I got to that point where I was like, I don't think I'm going to survive this period in my life. Right. It got very dark for a very short period of time. And why didn't you kill yourself? I didn't, it didn't get to that point. But do you think like that would have really helped your meme account if you would have killed yourself? Oh, it'd be like the Biggie and Tupac of uh, of memes. If, if you yeah. did it like live on IG Live, yeah, huge, humongous, dude. never be forgotten. You're selfish. You don't think about your family. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, no, there have been times where I've thought I'm going to kill myself in a very dramatic way, right? Just so I can be remembered, right? And then and then I did the math. I was like, I could either have one really large negative effect on a small group of people, or I can live and see how much of an effect I can have on everybody positively. Thank God I didn't kill myself. Cuz he was he. You did another wild thing too in the middle of quarantine. You did a thing that homeless pimp uh, you you did a, you pulled a homeless pimp and you rented an RV and drove across the yeah, country. Yeah, that was great. Dude, and you just figured it all out on YouTube cuz I was saying literally you went and did it, and the reason why I didn't rent an RV and take my family across the country is because I wasn't sure that I could connect the sewage pump that you need to connect, and I, f- I f- didn't feel like I could confidently do that, and I felt like me and my family would be drinking our own shit water, <laughs> and that's why I didn't do it, and instead, I just rented an Airbnb in the Catskills. Yeah, not the same. You <laughs> yeah. could, you'll definitely figure it out. 
You, so, life-changing experience was that, doing the RV? For so many reasons. One, I was like you. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to drive this thing. Because you look like a guy like me. You, you know, what we have about us is we look like we can build things and fix things, but we both can't. I cannot build anything. I can't build it. No. I, I tried to strip the dresser, and we're going to throw it out. Yeah. I'm probably going to break it on the way down. 100%, dude. Eat the wood. It's protein. Yeah. So I there was one, one period of time when I was living in California, and I read Think and Grow Rich. I'm not thinking Grow Rich. I read The Road Less Traveled. Okay, yeah. And My Scott mom Peck. just read that book. It's amazing. So and I think Vinny's reading it, but it takes her, we, we both, it takes us both a year to read a book. Yeah, there's a part in the book where he walks past the guy fixing his lawnmower, and he says, I've always envied people who can fix things because I never could. And the guy, throwaway statement goes, hey, you just never, never took the time to figure it out. And it was like, oh, it's not magic. It's a fucking lawnmower, dude. Yeah, like you can figure it out. Especially with the power of the internet. Like you can literally YouTube how to do anything. I watched. Except strip a dresser because I YouTubed how to do it and I did it wrong. Well, that's it depends on how long the introduction is and how much of the life story you get of the person that's doing the tutorial because that's annoying too. Right. It's like, bro, just get to the point, then you skip, and then you skip an important part. Right. That's and then a good before point. you know it. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's another good word of advice. Like anybody trying to do a demonstration video, like just I don't do just the demonstration. Start it, immediately start it. Yeah. Like don't tell me about the product. Don't tell, like just fucking show me <laughs> where I put the paint stripper, how long I have to wait, and then how do I scrape it off yeah. without getting, because I got it in my fingernails and it started to burn. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite state? Um, well, Colorado. No. Utah. Yeah, Utah is Wow, what's amazing. the capital? What's the capital of Utah? Provo? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, okay. Fucking loser. But Arizona, Sedona was beautiful. Once we, we fuck, hauled ass across, the only mistake in my book was that we got the RV in New Jersey and drove across. What should you have done? Fly there and rent there. Why? Um, what, and Pimp is saying, Pimp's going like yeah, this. What's that, the reason why exactly you rent the I RV do. there? Unless, so I had never driven an RV before. Okay. So I had five full days of driving experience before we got to Sedona. And in Sedona, when you go down into the valley, bro, you look on the GPS and it's like a blob of roads. Okay. Like you can't even see the, the differentiation between the roads because it's all so tight. It's like you're, you're going like this for 40 minutes down. So the practice, if you've never driven an RV before, get some practice on flat, straight roads before you go into a hairpin turn situation. Did you think you were going to kill your family with the, like when you were doing those squiggly? Not then, but we did the the Teton overpass, and that was really bad. What's the Teton overpass? You guys are you're having a moment right here. What is the Teton overpass? It's, it gets real hairy on these roads. Even in, I was in a SUV and I didn't like it. Bro, the Teton all. overpass. So there was an app. I Teton. forgot the name of it. Did that the Titty overpass? Teton overpass. Where you um. It, the the app that you um, use is supposed to give you RV safe directions. You put okay. the weight, the length, the height, so you don't go into a, a road that has an eight foot clearance and the thing is eleven foot high, right? right? So Google Maps was telling me go over the Teton overpass. This other app was telling me go over the Teton overpass. What, bro? So you're fucking driving through the mountains, and it looks like that on the bottom where the motorcycle. It looks like sunny and bright and clear, and then you get up, and it's like you're in a blizzard, and it's icy and dark, and you can't see anything. In the middle of the summer, it'd be like that. Because it, it, this was in May, because you your your altitude goes up three thousand feet. Oh my god! Do you have to put on masks like you're in a fighter jet? No, it wasn't that bad. Oh, but you're on Did your you way. Have to put on masks because it's COVID. You're not in the RV, but it was COVID time. On the way down, we hit one stretch where I put the brake on, and the the engine knows when you're on a certain grade, so it'll it'll it slows down the engine. But I put my foot on the brake to glide to like ride the brake down the hill, and the brake wasn't working, and we slid for about 10, 15 feet, and I was like, 
we're all going to die. This you, is you it. thought that what when you were thinking that you were going to die? What what were you what was going through your mind? Did you think to text me or anything? Yeah, <laughs> I said Jessica, get my phone, <laughs> text Chris, tell him I love him. I wish we could have consummated our gayness long ago. Yeah, but you, you would have sent me a vo- you would send me a voice memo like, hey, I'm going to die, but I had a good life because I'm white. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down. And when we got to the RV park, the woman goes, I said, hey, is there another way out of this area? She goes, yeah, you just go here and here. I said, oh, so don't take the Teton overpass. And she goes. You guys went over the fucking Teton overpass? And then she goes, I guess it just wasn't your time. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Really? Like, like she was it, like, you should have died on the Teton overpass. In that area, overpass. you are, abs- everyone knows you absolutely just 100%. And uh, homeless pimp, go up. The, the top 24 most dangerous and scariest roads, that road, the, the bridge that goes straight down. Yeah. On the you left. did that too? <sighs> Bro, that's driving Which one? through. What, what? <clears throat> right there. This one right here? Yo, you're driving through New Orleans, and the the thing, Louisiana, I'm sorry, and it's flat, 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 fat, fat, fat. (laughs) (laughs) Flat, flat, flat. (laughs) For like two hours. Two hours you're driving flat, flat, flat. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come over that thing. Bro, I felt my butthole come out of my body. I was like, oh, my God. You come out the top, and all of a sudden, it's like you're on a roller coaster out of nowhere. No warning, no nothing. Really? Bro, it, and you're in an RV, and the wind, so you're in this big sail of, a, of a, a vehicle that's 11 feet high and 25 feet long. A gust of wind comes. You get blown over, and you're, like, driving like a cartoon character like this. Oh, my God. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're going down this thing. That was part two of the scariest uh, roads. That was definitely like, you know, maybe it was number one. But it was, de- I mean, the Teton Overpass was like less scary because I I, ex- I expected, oh, that's in India? That's not the, uh- <laughs> dude, whatever. It looks like that. Dude, I want to do this. Like, do you feel like you need to drive across the country like once in your life? Like, it's a necessity? It's the third time I've done it you must as an American yeah you have to did you always take different roads like when you do it or yeah is it like- I did the, the northern route the, the first time is that the cool- not north north I didn't uh, bro I, I mean I did on this one trip I did like 38 states what so did, did you do it as well, Pimp? Drove I do country? the same thing. I just do every summer uh, like five different states, a short trip. Because I would have to do it in an RV if I'm bringing my family. Because I, I, we got to go out to California for three months, but we're thinking of taking an RV back with a brand new baby. Ooh. Well, I don't know <laughs> if that would that would be good. That's a stupid idea. Yeah. Where is Venetia, by the way? She left and she's just she's probably she's, outside dead. She's standing frozen. outside the door. I just mean, she's got my car keys. She's got your car keys. She's probably freezing. Oh, freezing. Um. All right, well, people, you know, just tell everyone where you got your bowling shoes because everybody was messaging about the bowling shoes. StockX. StockX, that's where you got to go. Yep, or New York Tencel. No relation to Malcolm X, no relation to American History X. Yeah. You want to kiss on the lips to end the podcast or no? Yeah. No, 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 no. (laughs) Why, dude? (laughs) Oh, he's, he's hurt now. Um, I don't know. I've just never kissed a man just like that before. Just do it for the podcast, dude. I'm getting red. No, just I'm not going to do it. I'm not you, Jackman. You're not Ryan Reynolds. This isn't necessary. I'll blow you. Christy Chaos. <laughs> every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Follow George Rash at Tank Sinatra. At Tank's Good News. I love having you, Tank. I really oh. do. Oh, you're going to help me move the dresser now uh, downstairs. And then we got Patreon exclusive content. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Also, I'll be, I said that already. Also, I'll be in Phoenix. I'm in Phoenix right now. Oh, no, I'm in Phoenix in two days. February 25th to the 27th. I think the shows are almost sold out or close to it. Um, we're going to take an RV 
Canadian drive there. Tank, you have two hours to go home. I love you so much, man. And uh, you just have a, you just, I really just want to end up your husband. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. So, so I tried, Vinny wanted me to, to do some man work yesterday and, and, and strip paint this thing. It's like an antique. It's from 1904. Theodore Roosevelt was president. It's from 1904, and she wanted me to strip it and then repaint it, and I just fucked it up and ruined it. So now I got Tank Sinatra here, and he's going to help me throw it out. Me movers. Should I go in the back? Me top or bottom? Uh, power bottom. Typically, okay. Um, Do you know... Wait, is it heavy? Is it... Here, wait, let's put... Vinny said throw the blankets away. I say we just roll it down the steps. Well, that's what she was saying. She was saying if we have a couple of skateboards, we can roll it down. Yeah. But I don't have any skateboards. It really was. It was on my toe. It hit my toe. Oh, boy. Wait, hold on, hold on. You good? No. Grab it. Wait, where are we supposed to put it now? I have no idea. Turn. Here. Someone should put it on Craigslist. It can't get any more broken. Look at it. Tell me this thing doesn't look haunted, though. This is it. The haunted dresser. You want a dresser? Would you like a haunted dresser? No, thank you. There you Thanks go. No problem. Your spirit's in it. Brooklyn's so nice. Thanks, Tank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just farted. You did? You made me so nervous. Did you have a good time on the podcast? I did have a good time on the podcast. Yeah, I always have a good time. I love uh, Chris DiStefano. Thanks for coming on my podcast right? and helping me taking out my furniture. Thanks for having me uh, to your house, to your home, letting me meet your wife. Or, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. We just got a couple of kids. Relax. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> your daughter's cute. Thank you. What's that supposed to mean? She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Jasmine's hot, too. Hey, thanks, Good man. You. What about my stepson? You think he's hot? He's all right. Wow. He's a little work. <laughs> um, all right, so you sure? Do you want to take a draw or something for home? Here. Do you ever do this, like when you just put a draw back in? Like I always do this. I always just shut. Well, I, no, I finagle back in, and right when it gets in, I go like this. Uh. Oh, no. Yeah, I always do that. I didn't, but when I put my wedding ring on my wife's finger, she made that noise. Yeah. And it was really funny. It right. actually made me want to marry her more. My, when I tried to, because uh, Vinny and I were engaged a few years ago, and when I put the engagement ring on her finger, it was a size too small, and we were just eating a lot of salt. So she went, So it was, it was embarrassing. So I just took some of the lube that I had in my bag and lubed her <laughs> finger up. got to go. I got to go do the rest of the episodes. Yeah. COVID. Um, all right. Love you, Tank. Thanks, Thanks. for helping me Thanks take out my me. trash. I thought he was going to kiss me again. I will do it again. You yeah. Stop being a homo.